I was sexually harassed all throughout high school, and it was so bad that I had to run away from my very own school. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk about bullying of the sexual type, meaning sexual harassment. Now, according to Ramapo College of New Jersey, victims of sexual harassment can suffer significant psychological effects, including anxiety, depression, headaches, and sleep disorders, weight loss or gain, nausea, lowered self-esteem, and even sexual dysfunction. Now, can people's faith really help to deal with these traumatic experiences that girls and boys face resulting from being sexually harassed one or more times? Well, today we will have Kaylee Keller on our show, who was ganged up by some neighborhood boys and repeatedly sexually harassed to the point of fleeing her school. Kaylee, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really love your show, so it's a gift to get to be on it. Oh, Kaylee, I'm so glad that you are here and we're excited to talk about this because, you know, before we get into it, I understand you grew up with a strong Christian background and you had a stance towards, you know, purity that the other boys at the school did not like, like they didn't agree with it. Tell us a little bit about the stance you took. Yeah, I grew up knowing the Lord and because of that relationship with him, I really wanted to make choices for my life that was in alignment with his word. So I grew up believing in things like, you know, abstinence till marriage, dating, living with intention, abstaining from pornography, you know, drinking drugs, things like that. I took these stances very seriously and very strongly growing up. And I even still do to this day. So Kaylee, this is a very countercultural viewpoint that you had. Like even some Christians are not even taking that viewpoint, right? So here you are, you're actually kind of taking that line and these boys didn't like it. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, they didn't. And what's interesting to me is, to me, it's not countercultural, which it's sad that our culture has been so, I guess, tainted from that perspective because mm-hmm. it's biblical. Right. You know, if you are a Christian and you do love the Lord, it's actually what the Christian culture is supposed to look like. I know, I agree. And so that's always bizarre to me that I'm countercultural by living according to the Word of God. So that's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, you know, this group did not have the same agreement with me on those things, and they did not live the same kind of lifestyle. Right. And in this group of boys, some of them were Christians that went to my church, and they didn't even have that view, and some were not. Right. But yeah, they did not have the same belief system as I did, or the same stances for their life. And I I really got a hard time for it. Well, I mean, they liked you and they wanted you to compromise that purity because that purity stance meant nothing for them. And it sounds like they kind of started taking aim at you and started making unwanted sexual advances towards you. Is that correct? They did. Yeah. I was extremely uncomfortable with the advances that they had made toward me. Mm. It had started really with inappropriate jokes towards me and just like little comments 
little things that they'd say about me or my body or something like that. Mm. And then they started asking me, you know, questions about some of my beliefs and stances, you know, like, oh, you really believe in that? Or why don't you want to do these types of things? You know, and I would tell them I was outward about my belief and my faith. And then from there, I kind of got invitations to join some of the individuals in the group. They'd, you know, ask me if I wanted to go to the party with them or hang out with them or join them at something. And I didn't live that kind of lifestyle and I didn't feel like I wanted to be a part of those things. So I responded. I just kindly say no. And my response towards it at first, like it was uncomfortable for me, but I did respond. I'd kindly say, you know, no, I can't go. I'd ask them, can you please stop making comments towards me and my body? I really don't appreciate it. Like, that's really inappropriate. Oh, so you started telling them, like, you know, stop, please. Yeah, I would. I would say stop, like, stop saying that. And when they did get physical toward me, you know, I would push them off of me and I would tell them to stop. And I responded with both my voice and with my actions. But it just seemed in this situation, the more I said no and the more I fought their advances and their comments and stuff, just the worse my harassment became from them. It was almost like fun for them. Like, oh, she does not like this. And it was almost like a thrill for them Mm -hmm. to scare me, I think. I think that there are girls who go through this and maybe some boys somewhere. But I think a lot of girls do go through this where there's always these advances that are being made. And believe it or not, just because a girl is pretty or whatever it is does not mean she wants sexual advances, right? And a lot of that can be very unwanted and people kind of treat it like it's normal. And that's how people even told you. They're like, well, it's normal. It's a compliment. It's a good thing that people are making these advances towards you. You were like, no, I feel like uncomfortable. Like, how did it make you feel when these advances kept coming? They kept ignoring it. Yeah, several things. The first thing is I felt very unsafe when, Hmm. you know, no means no. And when someone doesn't respect your decision over your own body, it just makes you feel very devalued. And it really brings a sense of fear because it's like Mm. what you have to say for your own body and for your own choices is irrelevant and it doesn't matter. So it really devalues you, really objectifies you really brings a lot of fear. And so those were definitely some of the things that I was feeling. And I think one of our misconceptions is, you know, I heard that a lot. Oh, you know, you're a pretty girl. That's why you get sexually harassed or guys, you know, handsome guys or something, they'll get harassed. I don't think it has really anything to do with beauty in itself. You know, the Lord made every Mm. single one of us beautiful and everyone's attracted to different people. But I don't think it's like, Oh, because they found me attractive or certain people in that group found me attractive. Like that was purely the reason. Mm. I think that harassment really roots from a level of bullying, but it's also become such a cultural norm. There's no consequence. There hasn't really been strong consequences in society to stop this behavior. Mm. A lot of the times adults and teachers, they don't know what to do because, you know, we're not equipped as a society to recognize what sexual abuse is or harassment. And we haven't been equipped to stop it and to cut it Mm. off and to grow our generation and educate them on how not to do that to other people and how it's not okay and to not participate in that. And so I think that's kind of where it rooted from for me. Well, Kaylee, most young girls don't know much about sexual harassment and you didn't. I understand that at the time. But I mean, these guys kept advancing and they got to the point where they'd corner you. They would grab you in inappropriate areas. You try to resist and these things were happening and you kept telling them to stop. You would tell other people about it and nothing really happened. Is that correct? 
Yeah, I did not know. I really didn't understand what sexual harassment was at the time. Mm. You know, I understood I was being bullied and I understood that I didn't like it and that it was the sexual kind, but I just had never heard the term sexual harassment before. And I didn't know the psychological effects that it entailed. And as I went through that, my mom was the one who became protective over me and helped me kind of get self-educated on it. Mm, That's good. But yeah, as you mentioned, they pinned me to walls and they tried to corner me and grab me and kiss me and grope me. And I did get threats that they would get me in my car and things like that. And so they just really inferred through things that they said and actions toward me and even in text messages that they were planning on sexually assaulting me. That is scary because it was a group of boys. It was a group. Yeah. And each of them did different things towards me at any given day. Oh my gosh, that's scary. Yeah, you know, they would grab me inappropriately at school when I was around. Wow. And I just felt really intimidated. I became very anxious over it. I was always having to look Mm -hmm. over my shoulder just for my life and my safety. Oh gosh. And as you said, you had mentioned no one really believing me when I shared my story. And, you know, I had a few scenarios where I just felt like when I had shared what was going on with an adult, that they just didn't really know what to do about it. And like, they didn't take it as seriously as it was. Mm -hmm. And one of the most hurtful ones really looking back was actually sharing it with my own dad. My dad would say things like, well, you know, as you had said, you know, take it as a compliment. You know, these boys have good taste or boys will be boys. Eventually this will go away. And so at that time, that was just very objectifying and very degrading to me, especially coming from my own dad. But looking back now, I just feel like the comments he made It just really comes from an uneducated perspective because, as we said, it is such a cultural norm and it's something that we really swept under the rug. Kaylee, let's stop there. I want to talk more about how even though you were persecuted for your faith, for your stance of purity, your faith in Jesus helped you to overcome some of those psychological effects of sexual harassment. I want to hear more about how that sexual harassment developed in our next show and how it got so bad that you had to literally run away from your own home. You had to move. So I want to have you back on our show. Kaylee, thanks so much for being with us. Absolutely. I really enjoyed our time. Hang on. Let's talk more about our culture's view on this and what the Bible says right after the break. Hey guys, it's me again. Let me be real and upfront with you. People are calling in and getting saved and set free by the power of the gospel that is preached on this show through powerful testimonies. I remember one night I was working the phones and a man in about his 30s called in. He was a business owner who was addicted to cocaine and he was living in California. He said he was driving and he heard our show about a former drug addict and he felt convicted that he wasn't living his life right and he gave his life to Jesus that very night. To me, this is a powerful reminder that God is moving through this real and raw show to touch the lives of others. Will you help us reach other cities all across America? You may be able to donate maybe $5 a month, maybe $10, some of you $25, maybe more. Anything helps. Help us to spread the gospel to America as we are believing for a great harvest of souls for the kingdom of God in this time and in this era. But we can't do it without you. Don't just sit there. Go to AwakeningTheNations.com and join the movement to get these testimonies to help others. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. What do you think about this? 
Well, I think that sexual harassment is inappropriate no matter what. As you can hear, Kaylee was clearly going through sexual harassment, where those boys were making advances at her jokingly at first, but then it went to inappropriate touching and then threats and intimidation. I can't imagine that happening to me. Like, it would be pretty terrorizing if I was in her shoes. It is wrong to mistreat or terrorize any human being, but especially female. In ancient writings, the Bible is clear on how to treat others. It is written in 1 Timothy 5, 1 through 2, Do not rebuke an older man, but exhort him as a father, younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters, with all purity. You see, this is describing relationships in the church, but the clear point is that women are to be treated in such a way as to exemplify purity. Boys and men are called to treat women with purity, treated with honor, love, kindness, and respect. Father God, I'm praying right now for the person who needs to hear this and maybe needs to turn from thinking wrongly about how to treat women or girls, or for the person who's going through this sword and needs healing from the trauma. Lord Jesus, I just pray you touch them right now, God. Touch everybody who's listening under the sound of my voice. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you the glory in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you were blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.